Yeah, like uh Oh damn. We have a couple down days here and there. I don't know how to like judge those days or maybe there's certain days where the pod bean bots are in full force, you know? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um but no, I we the downloads are up. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. So that some, is crazy. There's some listeners out there. We appreciate it. We love it. So it's gotta be, yeah. Huh. All right. If you're enjoying Sorry. it, thanks. Hey, let us know too. Hit us let up us on Twitter. Know. Uh or you know. Give us a thumbs up. Give on, us some uh, thumbs up. Uh, some five stars up some... on Spotify. Yeah, you know, use some... some of that action. If you see a heart, give us one. If you see some stars, give us five. If you <laughs> If you want to throw down some slaps, throw down a few slaps. Uh, a few but... slaps, yeah. <laughs> Pile of shit or two? No problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Update on the Twitter thing. So they took down the poop. Uh, maybe that is the problem, the poop. The poop. Because uh, Amber now, now they left up the slap, the Russian flag, and the virus. <laughs> so the poop was the uh, the main culprit. It always is. It always is. Apparently, that's the truth in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case. <laughs> yeah, where's Emma? We need somebody to talk about it. You know, I saw. So well, we, so we could be relevant. We're going to Baltimore this weekend, so she's on the phone with a lot of family members today. We're going to yeah. a wedding on Saturday, Baltimore. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I guess, man. I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend. I would love to sit on my ass in my yard. Uh, drinking beer, watching baseball. That was like my dream Memorial Day weekend. And then cutting away for a few hours to do the Dude Man podcast. That was like... Do people like do people not... Are they not considerate at all when they plan their wedding? Seriously, though. I, I like... <laughs> You're right. So I... Thank you. You know, by the way, this right now is the only place I've been able to express this. <laughs> and thank God... Nobody in my family or Emma's family or Emma herself <laughs> listens to the podcast. So yeah, I'm able to yeah, say this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who the fuck plans a wedding on Memorial Day weekend? And by the Memorial way, I get, you know the days off I get? The holidays, Memorial Day, uh, yeah. 4th of July, Labor Day. Don't plan yeah. your shit on my three-day weekend, man. On my free day off. It's my fucking it's free, free day. day That's what I'm fucking saying. Yeah, dude. This is my barbecue yeah. shit you're breaking into. I was looking. I don't want to fucking spend my day no. celebrating you. I don't want to wear a suit. Yeah. I don't want to wear a fucking <laughs> yeah, suit yeah. this weekend. Yeah. I want to. And then it's going it's to cost you way yes. more money. Oh, than I, I, I'm already paying for the dry cleaning. <laughs> I'm already paying for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm the- mad at the I'm mad at the dry cleaning, and that was the cheapest thing. Oh, oh, no. I, I, I bought the plane tickets. <laughs> this is the most expensive, shittiest weekend of my life. Yeah, what would have been a good weekend just went down the shitter. Oh, not only that, Emma uh, just telling me earlier. Uh, yeah. You know, oh Frank, this is great. The Friday before the wedding, uh, us ladies we're all gonna go out, so you and my dad get to hang out all afternoon. I was like, oh my god. Oh my God! Thank me, you so me much. and the what? father-in-law all afternoon, <laughs> all afternoon. Just me and the father-in-law. All right, here we go. Frank, you must have been you must have been Mother Teresa your whole life to deserve <laughs> such a such a treat, such a treat as to hang out with your in-laws. She's like, I thought you'd be excited. <laughs> I said, well, uh, I'm excited, no doubt. Uh, just nervous, definitely nervous. Yeah. Um, so you're living with his oldest daughter, and you haven't proposed to her yet. Yeah, I, I have to do it, essentially, yeah. this weekend. Yeah. It's a pain in my ass. This whole trip. Uh, I, I just wanted like a nice crazy. memorial. Day. I've been working so hard this... This job I'm at, we're merging technologies and websites and code and programs, and it's just been this wild dance and so stressful and so many email emails and phone calls and online messaging and like I could just use three days of like right. beer, sunshine, and baseball. That's what it's for. <laughs> that's like yeah, that's what it's for, dude. That's why they they're, they're spaced out the way they are. It's so that yep. I get this wedding. break so I don't burn out. Yeah. Wedding. 
wedding on so we're flying you know why out. i have this three you know i have this three day it's so <laughs> on one random weekend right i could think about this three day so i don't pull out my m16 at your stupid fucking <laughs> wedding and blow everybody away because you're <laughs> It reminds me of when we were kids. Uh, we I had a cousin. I was about it. Who, yeah, the 420. Yeah, 420, man. Why? Oh, you're psycho. Oh, my God. Why? That's so funny. Literally. 16 years old. Hair down to my shoulders. It's 420. And we got to go to a wedding. <laughs> Why? 420 fell on a Saturday. How often does 420 fall on a Saturday? <laughs> It was the golden 420, man. It was incredible. Do you remember that? That was the worst planned wedding. Why would you do that? I wasn't 16. Now, how old was I? 15? We were old enough to really enjoy smoking pot and very upset that on the weed. Ah, You know, the weed holiday 420 is really enjoyable for people like in the teenage to like early 20s. Oh, high school, dude. It yeah, is high school that's, and college. Yes, yeah, college. That's the 420 holiday. After know? that, it's nothing. But man, you're planning a wedding on 420. 420. Brutal for the teenage kids invited. Oh, you know who you know who you got to give the shout out to? Who's that? Uncle Voitouche, man. Remember he let he was the reason we were able to drink the vodka. That's right. That's right. He was the one that told mom to relax. <laughs> That's right. He was always the one that told mom to relax. <laughs> Voitouche was always relaxed. I went on a trip yeah. uh, to Wisconsin Dells. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you went. That's crazy. For those that don't know, we were never close with our our mom's side of the family. That's yeah, like that's right. it was kind of weird. Like, we were never really that close with them. So I, I only talked to them like maybe I only talked to Voitouche one on one maybe three times in my life. I feel so like this is a little more common. Vacation with him. I think it's more common than you think, though. I think most families end up airing to one side over the other, closeness-wise. You think that always happens? Yeah, I really do. I, that's kind of yeah. what I've noticed. Even like girlfriends, think about their families. There, there's no equal family. There's one family that's way more cool <laughs> or chill or relaxed than the other family, I feel like. Yeah. Kind of feel, it kind of goes that way. Yeah. So if you have a kid who's married and you only see him once in a while, <laughs> you're the uncool family. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, dude, is crazy, man. When They had that uh, spot up in Wisconsin Dells, not in the Dells where all the stuff was happening, but it was like in the woods just outside of the Dells. And you had to like go down a dirt road and then you go down this path and then they had this like trailer home and all i remember i was like eight years old they just had like these dudes who were in their like 20s maybe they they were hippie guys like they all looked like uh the lead singer from red hot chili peppers in the 90s and uh <laughs> yeah. and none of them had shirts on and they were all carrying like just cases of beer and they were all they were up all night with this raging fire just partying so hard i'll never forget it in in the woods by a trailer uh, near wisconsin dells that sounds like a great time great time not if you're eight years old you know what's going on (laughs) if you're in your 20s and you're doing a bunch of blow and drinking cases of beer uh you're having a great time great time they were smoking weed i you know i didn't know that was what like early 90s yeah yeah definitely mid 90s maybe yeah Wow, back back in the day, man. It's funny to think yeah, about those times without man. cell phones and stuff. Everything's documented yeah, now. Yeah, I was just yeah, dude, wow. Think about that, dude. Mom and dad, you know, just left you with Uncle Voitouche to go drink in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> with no com- no means of communication. Nothing. No idea. These are talking landlines. Like, like, like maybe somebody could send a pigeon. Uh, <laughs> Tie this note to this fox. Run, fox. <laughs> like, could you imagine that? <laughs> yeah. Like, could you? Like, now I think you'd be locked up for child neglect. Like, No, now they all have <clears throat> cell phones and shit. And the no, kid, that's what I mean. If the kid stri- wouldn't even go on the, the trip phone. because they'd be all caught yeah. up in their trans stuff and whatever. You know, they, that's they, true. Yeah, it would never even happen now. 
it's hard to go out to the woods when you have to take a shot every couple uh, hours for your fucking hormones. <laughs> Seriously, man. They do. Well, know. we were raised different times, and I'm glad I I'm glad I have the story and the imagery in my mind. Yeah. You know, Mike, I don't remember graduating. I don't remember getting laid for the first time, but I remember Voitush and his hippie shirtless friends drinking beers in the forest. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, that's because of the three, it's the only one you were sober for. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I, too, have this problem with many life events. <laughs> They're all foggy after 14th for some reason. This memory loss you speak of, I too experienced it. I believe it runs in the family. It's called stonerism. Well, did you catch, uh, you watched Bill Maher, correct? This uh, Friday? Yeah, dude, can I tell you what my iPhone was doing? Yeah, I'd like to hear so, it. So I, I, because it probably I plays really, into what he had to say on it. I don't ever really watch Bill Maher. I listen to the podcast, okay. which is literally the, it's just the audio of the show. I'm the wealthy one in the podcast here. I subscribe to HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, look, don't look too far down your nose at me, the big guy, because I have HBO Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you are kind of right because I'm too poor to have the hour of time to spend sitting down watching. So <laughs> time is the most valuable asset, Mike. When you're poor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, dude. But as, so every time I tried to listen to it on my iPhone, and right. my iPhone always does this for only certain podcasts, and mm-hmm. Bill Maher does it the most. Yeah. Um, when they're like. And you know it's going to be a controversial episode when it does it, because I'll play the episode. Right. And then, like, five minutes in, I'm like, what? What the fuck? They're talking about what? Because, like, (laughs) five minutes in, they were talking about something that happened three months ago. Right. And I was like, what is going on? 30, 40 seconds into playing the episode, it just says it's played. Wow. And so then it goes back to the last unfinished episode. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time I tried to listen to it, even if I tried to fast forward. I think it's and sabotage. So that, this is clear sabotage. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So then I had, I was like, man, I know it's going to be good. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it said Adam Carolla, so you know I wanted to listen to it. Well, uh, honestly, Adam Carolla didn't say much at all because Donna Brazil was the other. Frank. Frank, that is the genius of Adam Corolla. Exactly. I have no Adam Corolla oh clips God. from it because he actually was stoically uh, quite silent in this. And he let Donna Brazil just, just be an ass of herself. And look so stupid. She kept she swearing. She was arguing with herself. Like, we say shit and fuck because uh, it's the Dude Man podcast and we got like five listeners yeah. on a daily basis. Like, like <laughs> Donna Brazil, like, you literally were part of the Democratic National Convention. Can you class it up a little bit? And who are you arguing with? Who are you attacking? Well, she kept saying she, like she would like call Bill Maher Bo and like flirt yeah, with. Yeah, uh, it was weird. It was really weird. She kept flirting with Adam Carolla, grabbing his arm. Hey, Mike, if I was next to Adam Carolla, I couldn't stop myself either, man. He's you know the Ace Man. Oh, the Ace Man. Yeah, we were watching it, and Emma was like, she had never seen Adam Carolla actually. Uh, she, like I always play her his clips and stuff, but uh, like on Spotify and stuff. And yeah, she was just like, "Oh my god, he's such a giant, adorable teddy bear of a guy." And I was like, "Yeah, he oh, really yeah. is, dude." Like, oh, he's a Jew ten for sure, yeah. dude. <laughs> you know what but I'm he, saying? That's a... he like, uh, he's such a funny dude, and he's so calm. And she was so spastic and intense in her arguments. The Democrat arguments now are so insane that. You yes. don't even have to say anything on the other side. You just need to let them speak. At just this let point. them talk and then make a joke. And yeah. You, he came out looking so much smarter than her. It reminded me when it, Ben Shapiro yeah. was on there. Yes. And that one guy, uh, Nance, he kept trying. To, he was just like going berserker almost. In have every you noticed sentence. how they do that? They keep trying to like. 
Uh, if you're talking about into- Bill Maher okay. always does this. He brings on the white conservative guy and the black other. Right. And then he brings up these topics and it's to, it's to spawn or spur this like reaction. Right. And there's supposed to be a debate. It's obvious, you know what he's doing with it, but what's happened now twice. And one was with Ben Shapiro and the other one now is with Adam Carolla is the black other person that he brings on to counter the narrative ends up being spastic and kind of insane sounding and actually yes. like demeaning and kind of mean to like everybody else in the room. And yes. it, like, and it, it comes across as like really ignorant and it's a bad yes. image. It's a bad look for the democratic party. And th- if you want to know why more people are going to the right, it's because people in the middle are watching guys like Adam Carolla and being like, Oh, I, I can relate to that. I agree more with him. Yeah, I like that guy. You know what the most tell, you know you know what the most telling part was is at the very beginning she says, "I I was all week I couldn't sleep. Yes, I spent the whole night. I spent all last night planning for this. Yes. Right? Adam Carolla says I spent last night drinking and uh, whoring. <laughs> <laughs> like he won right there. Yeah, because. Everything you asked him at that point, we all knew it was just coming right off the top of the head from the heart. It was honest him. Yeah. You came out with these like planned attacks. Prepared. And he shut them down and you yes. looked crazy and your your talking points are not holding up. Well, they don't make sense because you're prepared for a fight and Adam's here to joke. Right. And so now your response makes no sense. She's heard his podcast clearly, right? Yes. She thought he was going to come back with certain points. Right. And instead, he just said, I don't know. Hilariously, he came back. If you (laughs) listen to his podcast, he actually came back with all things he always says with those topics. Like the Amber Heard thing, it was phenomenal. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard topic, he literally diffused the entire conversation by bringing up his number one complaint with all of these court cases, which is we need to round up the people who are there with signs outside of the courthouse and put them in a jail somewhere because these people are able-bodied people and they should be working, but they're not. They're not working. So these are the people... This is what's wrong with society. And he's right, dude. Uh, he's he right. He fucking nailed it, dude. He fucking nailed it. What, what, kind of, what kind of job do you have? You can just take off to go try to see the Amber On a Tuesday my afternoon. Job, my, my, my job, I don't have time to even read about it. I don't care. That's like, you saying. know what I mean? I can't even clip it. I got no time. Yeah. I'm working. <laughs> and you people are waiting in line to try to get in and scalping to yeah. How is this a thing? How no, is this a thing? He, he totally did diffused the whole conversation by saying we just need to round up all those people and put them in a jail somewhere and this will literally solve a lot of society's problems <laughs> if we just get rid of, get rid of this group so of people the best part is you could make money off of them so sell them a ticket but then herd them into just a trailer like literally and, and then ship them off take them to another yeah. country somewhere far away like literally because they're yes. not they're literally not contributing to society. Send to Ukraine. Yeah. Send them to Ukraine. <laughs> Let them fight over there for Ukraine. They probably stand for it, and then uh, they could t- then they could come back and teach us about real racism. <laughs> so what I found funny about Bill Maher having him on there was the audience. Man, I you know I love the audience. Oh, and Frank, there were times I didn't know they were there. They couldn't handle uh, Adam silence. Carolla because he even yeah. when he was joking, he was speaking pure truth. <laughs> They like couldn't. Oh, they didn't know how to laugh at it. It was unbelievable. Dude, yeah, I forgot what there was one that he said where I was literally laughing out loud, <laughs> and then I, I I had to realize there was crickets in the audience. Man, it was. Uh, I forgot what he was talking about. I I I know what you mean though. There were several moments like a couple that times where yeah. he he literally said something really on point, and the audience just couldn't handle it because, well. I mean, I'm going to play a clip. I have Bill Maher's uh, New Rules segment that he got to, and I feel like Bill Maher said this specifically with Adam Carolla as one of the guests on 
because if he had anybody other any other guests on there, I don't think he would have been able to pull it off. Uh, and I feel like he brought Adam Carolla onto this episode to do his Adam Carolla things and soften the blow of his new rule segment, if that makes sense. Like, kind of ease the audience into what I'm about to drop on you, which his new rule segment was a conservative talking point. It was. Did you did you see I, it? I don't remember which one you're talking about. Let me hear it. Yeah. It it, it literally dropped our jaws here. I, I had. Got, dude, I got. I got to be honest with you. It was very hard for me to watch because I fucking hate Donna Brazil. Oh, I can't stand Donna Brazil. It's why I love I kept, to watch Meet the Press. She's always on Meet the Press, and she drives me freaking nuts. Yeah, I, uh, it's incredible. No, she. Yeah. I like people who drive me nuts. It's you know, it's fun to watch. But uh, <laughs> so Bill Maher. Okay, so. Bill Maher, for his new rules, he dropped a uh, a bomb on the left, uh, and the audience really didn't know how to respond. And he basically said, uh, "This whole trans and gay trend among youth is a trend, and it's being propagated oh, yes. by the parents, and it's your fault it's happening." And uh, yes. I feel like the only way he was able to get this going was to have someone in the middle, a pragmatist like Adam Carolla, to soften this blow throughout the show. Adam Carolla was seeding all this kind of, you know what I mean? Right, not right wing. He's a pragmatist, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like he was seeding all this, yeah. I, all these ideas, and then finally the blow came with Bill Maher. I, I'm gonna say this: this was Bill Maher's coming out party. I'm not kidding. I think so, dude. I couldn't believe it when I he showed the chart, the chart, the doubling percentages, and calling of the out the Los Angeles parents, dude. I, oh, dude, when he said, I'm getting chills the, thinking the, about the, it, man. The thing about the LA versus Ohio was yes. fucking chilling. No, but it's chilling because he's he's calling out the reality, and the reality is this yeah. phenomenon of everyone being gay is 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 literally uh, it's a brainwashing. That's happening. Dude, no, you're wrong, man. This isn't even a right-wing talking point, dude. He went beyond. Yeah, no, <laughs> he went... I mean? No, I'm saying... Like, he, he went yeah. above and beyond no. to just a... Str- and thank God, somebody has Had to. to say it! Yes, this is what Emma was screaming. I had to keep like, rewinding. you fucking kids are not trans. You're just fucking confused because you're a kids. fucking kid. Yes. And parents, Everybody's my God, confused, you guys should man. be thrown in jail for allowing your kids to take hormone Absolutely. blockers. Like, this is fucking sick. Oh, and surgeries and shit. No, no, you should be put in jail. That is absurd. Yeah. yeah. That is absurd. Well, hear it from the horse's mouth. Here he is. You know I love him, Mike. My man, Bill Maher. Oh, that was the wrong one. <laughs> that was even better. Big yeah. Hey. Oh. Big <laughs> you only get that kind of action on the dude, man. Podcast folks. It softens the blow. Softens the blow of this, uh, <laughs> of this haymaker that Bill Maher just. Don't worry, listeners. I'm gonna yell at the production crew after this. That was unacceptable. Oh, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. We didn't get CNN's production hey, crew. You know, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, you get what you pay for. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. All right. Bill Maher. And finally, new rule if something about the human race is changing at a previously unprecedented rate, we have to at least discuss it. Yes. Broken down over time, the LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. Two point. Which I accidentally laughed at when he said that live. Uh, I thought it was a joke. No, Joe Biden was born in 1946. We need some new blood, folks. Oh, yeah, dude. He's as old as this. No, not too. She was born in 1940. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's our grandma. That actually lines up with what Nona always says, because she always says there were no transgenders back in the day. And like, yeah, look, your generation, only 1%. Wow. That makes sense. If you live in a small town, only one out of 100, you know, your town, (laughs) you might never run into one. There you go. Yeah. 4.2% 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of Millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. That's Which means insane. if we follow this... Yeah. That's that is 20%? Yeah. So 
You're talking. I know you're not supposed to throw out normal, but you're at a point now. Can we at least admit, uh, like you know, standard deviation and all right, you know right, what I mean? yeah. like, like you know, just just you know, like you guys are so far from the norm. Twenty percent is a fat percentage, man. The one percent that's outlier territory. That is what you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Na- nature, whether you want to accept it or not, nature, nature made us man and woman, right? <coughs> yes. And man is supposed to be with woman, right? And woman's supposed right. to be with man. Like yeah. that's how nature made us. So an overwhelming, overwhelming, I'm talking like 96% should be that way at least. Right. Just talking nature. Nature. If it wasn't that, if it wasn't that, if, we would literally phase ourselves here's out. My, here's my here, here's my biggest pro, here's my biggest problem, man, right? If you're arguing that this is no, this is natural, it's just that people now can come out. Mm-hmm. Like humans built societies, right? Societies weren't <laughs> rules that were set in stone and then humans came along and followed them, right? We wrote them. Yeah. So if if you're talking nature, then that means the earliest humans, 20% of them were gay. Wow, it just doesn't and, it doesn't and, add up. It, so there would have never been this. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, like, your math doesn't add up. There's it no doesn't way add up. had 20 percent. Well, so if I have five kids, one of them is gay. Yeah, it just doesn't it, look evolutionarily. It doesn't make sense. We wouldn't have gotten here saying. if we yeah. had 20 percent gay. So something has changed. Something is different now. And right? it's not just that we're more accepting. It's that you guys are influencing kids. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, Bill Maher continues. Sorry. This trajectory, this we will all be gay in 2054. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love the rainbow bar. Yeah, that's right. Um, that genius. was great. Genius. That was great. And then who's going to buy this chair? It's a shag chair from the 70s. I'm just saying that when things change this much, this fast, people are allowed to ask, what's up with that? All the babies are in the wrong Oh, stop right there. That, that was laugh? the funniest oh, laugh. They, you know why? Because they thought he was going to talk bad about people asking questions. Yes. That was the funniest laugh of the whole episode. I'm, I'm glad you caught that, man. That was they, literally... Half of them were like, oh, yeah, people should be allowed to ask questions. <laughs> what's the joke? <laughs> oh. Oh, you're being serious? Yeah. He caught them with their pants down, man. It was great. Yeah. I, I, that was unbelievable. It's the most nervous laugh, a group laugh I've ever heard in my life. You can almost see yeah. the side-eyeing going on. Like the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, <laughs> and they're like looking side to side, making sure everyone else is laughing. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I should do. You don't want, you don't want to believe Bill Maher switched sides? Look at his special. Watch his show. Yeah. He's lost his audience. Yeah, he did. And now he lost his audience. This is why I want you to watch the the George Carlin uh documentary. So we can talk yeah, about next episode. It, it but I I think Bill Maher Tune actually, in Thursday for uh thir- the George Carlin review. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Wednesday maybe if you can. But we'll see. <laughs> oh yeah, Wednesday. We'll see if you could do it. But uh uh <clears throat> I think Bill Maher actually is in a lost way. He's realizing now his audience isn't his audience. They they're they're cheering for things that he's pissed about. He realized the train left the station, the Democratic Party, the yeah. train left yeah. the station, and he thought his audience would stay with him, but his audience stayed on the train. And he's at the station alone. Yeah. And now he's hitching a ride with Adam Carolla over to Ben Shapiro land. He's gonna have to. He's good. Well, he's gonna be forced to start embracing the right audience. I think he's doing it. I think that's he's pivoting. I think we're watching him comically pivot, but he believes in what he's saying. Is my point. I think he's just had to kind of hide it in a way, but now he's kind of fully embracing. Oh, this is something you could tell he totally believes. Oh man! Well, he his the trans. So glad he talked about this. We've talked about it a lot, Mike. The trans topic is the topic it's 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 the one i'm telling you it is just the one where and doesn't matter where you land politically when you start talking about 
messing with the gender of children, it's a it's topic over. We're not ta- yeah. we're not speaking the same language anymore, man. If you're into you know, that, if you're yeah. into that, if that if you're fighting for those rights to do that to kids, you have something wrong with you. You you have ill intentions. Yes. <laughs> you know, like th- yeah. th- th- that is there's nothing good that's going to come from that for anybody except maybe you. And I'm guessing it has something to do with your sexual pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. And I think you're on the wrong side of history also. I I really believe that. And I think Bill Maher is actually making a stake yeah. right here. I think he's he sees the writing on the wall that the Democrats are all in and all for this bullshit. Yeah. No, the trans the trans movement is the is the straw that broke the camera. It is. That's what I'm that, trying to say. That, it's the line. Yeah. It's the line. Like it's we've always line. wondered what it was. What was the moment? I believe it's the trans stuff. I really do. And but with the kids, adults, nobody cares. But the, they have, do what you want. They're pushing the kids yeah. stuff, man. And I, I think Bill Maher has had enough. The hormone blockers. Yeah, no, yeah. the hormone blockers specifically. I think oh. I think that's what really has got him. Honestly, it, it's shock. This is a shocking clip, in my opinion. I was totally. Is there more to it? Yeah, oh, I got it? I got a lot more. Oh yeah. Oh man, sorry. Don't <laughs> let me stop you, Frank. Mike, all we do is interrupt clips. That's that's part I'm of our talking, show, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I'm five old styles in old style <laughs> Chicago style. Chicago hey. style means I'm interrupting. You know hey. what I'm saying? You got to refresh to be fresh, Mike. All refresh, right. refresh. You got to refresh yeah. to refresh. Okay. Subway. That's right. <laughs> Subway, give us a call. Oh yeah, come on, Subway. <laughs> we won't Was worry, there a mix up at the plant, like with Captain Crunch's "Oops, Old Berry." <laughs> It wasn't that long ago when adults asked a kid, what do you want to be when you grow up? They meant what profession? (laughs) Right on. In the wake of America about to lose abortion rights, the ACLU recently tweeted a list of those who would be disproportionately harmed by this. You would think women might top that list? No, wasn't even on the list. Second on the list was LGBT. Really? Abortion rights affects gay and trans people more than, you know, greeters? (laughs) I'm happy for LGBT folks that we now live in an age where they can live their authentic lives openly. And we should always be mindful of respecting and protecting. But someone needs to say it. Not everything's about you. Wow. Yes. Yes, yes. I love it. <laughs> and it's okay to ask questions about something that's very new and involves children. The answer can't always be that anyone from a marginalized community is automatically right. Trump card, mic drop, end of discussion. Because we're literally experimenting on children. Yeah. Well, that's where I cut it. Man, and that is that is so. It's chilling, man. That is chilling. That is a that's Bill Maher, man. Literally giving yeah. a chilling message directly to his audience specifically. He's talking about to their them. party. Yes, about their party. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because that's, dude. You don't fuck with kids, and when you're seeing numbers like twenty percent, dude. Uh, and I I cut it out. Um. But he goes on to talk about going to dinner parties where every parent there in L.A. has a kid who's trans. Which is incredible. And yeah. the regionalness of it. I think that's, I think that that's is, all I had, right? If you attend a small dinner party... Oh, no, here it is. ...of typically very liberal, upper-income Angelinos, it is not uncommon to hear parents who each have a trans kid having a conversation about that. What are the odds of that happening in Youngstown, Seriously. Ohio? If this spike in trans (laughs) children is all natural, why is it regional? Either Ohio is shaming them or California is creating them. Yeah. Right. No, that was the greatest point he's ever made. Literally. Literally. Such a It's like that day we suddenly all needed bottled water all the time. (laughs) (laughs) If we can't admit that in certain enclaves there is some level of trendiness to the idea of being anything other than straight, then this is not a serious science-based discussion. 
It's a blow being struck in the culture wars using children as cannon fodder. Yeah. There it is. Oh, wow. I mean, dude, yes. Glad I clipped more of it. Well, I'm really. so glad he called it out like that. Yeah. And I never thought about that Youngstown, Ohio thing. He He's right on. Why is it only in Democratic places you're seeing insane uptakes? Why is Governor Don't... Polis in, Den in Colorado uh, needing to sign all these trans rights bills here? Is there something in the water I don't know about? What's yeah, going on here, man? He's got a great point, man. It's fucking weird. And man, these kids, is nobody thinking of the future? What are, I just think that what was powerful about this is this is a guy who lives in Los Angeles on his TV show that goes live on HBO saying to people in Los Angeles, do you fuckers realize what you did to your kids? Because they didn't do this to their kids yeah. around the country. It's here, yeah, Chicago, did. New York. Yeah. Do you guys not understand this? Yeah. This is regional. Yeah, yeah the 18-year-old boy in Youngstown, Ohio is playing <laughs> football. He's fucking chicks. He's fucking yes. chicks. He's not being a fucking chick. Well, he, he might be gay. No, no, he might be gay, but he's still <laughs> going to be on the wrestling team or on the football team. You know, he's not going to be fucking giving I, a pity party all day, every day of his life and turned into a chick. Yeah, no, you know? there's something up and it's cultural and he's nailing it in this. And he's calling yeah. out the literal culture he lives in and has propagated and been a part of for his basically most of his career. You're, Dude, you know he was so close to saying grooming. Yes. It Either is grooming. California is grooming them. Yes. Because California and Chicago, New York, these places are grooming these kids to be transgenders. You're taking I mean, you're taking kids that are maybe just confused, turning them trans. You're taking kids that might just be gay. It's a weird, man, it's so weird. Yeah, but what are you really doing, though, if you want to take an outside look at it? You're stopping these people's ability to develop into adults. So you're main You're turning them into eunuchs, dude. Eunuchs. That's literally what I was, wow, <laughs> yeah. I was literally thinking about eunuchs. That's, these are the modern-day eunuchs of our society. They even say, you do those hormone blockers, there's, there's a good chance you might never experience an orgasm. Yeah. These are eunuchs. Like, That's literally all yeah. I can think about with it is, wow, we have had eunuchs in all cultures through all time. This is the modern version of it. And they're groomed. To, they're being groomed to do this. Why? It's really weird. I would only assume there's some sort of like eugenic based, like anti-population kind of thing behind it. It's got to be. That, well, it's, it, I mean... What is it? And why is it? What, but why is, is it? Really? It seems to be the the edge. And why is it like the overeducated parents? That's what my you know what my I mean? thing about it. What's it's the liberals? That's what's so crazy yeah, about they're, it. They're all educated. We got master's degrees. Yeah, okay, but you still are too stupid to see how the world really works. Like Emma has this joke with her sister. They say every all the men in Baltimore are gay. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say i think i did hear her say yes that. they yeah, bring think, it up yeah. all the time they say all the men in baltimore are gay doesn't matter if they're married or whatever they're just they're all gay and it's really funny and all sure enough i hear story after story from emma like oh my god so and so got caught doing this and and what do we always in the news it's politicians who get caught doing gay stuff secretly uh yeah What's the deal, man? What's going on with these rich elite societies where they're kind of just, I don't know. I think you get into weird sex things because. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I guess I'm a, at a loss for words with it because it's, yeah. it's, it's just. Like if you're like, I'm shocked by this whole Bill Maher clip because, number one, he blew me away with the statistic of the doubling percentage. Yeah. That really like shocked me to my core. It really made like me believe, like, holy like shit, there's a, there's a prob major problem going on here. Like, you ever had an Asian friend, like, from Asia who, like, always laughs at you because, like, if you like Asian chicks, you know? <laughs> right, like, right. 
You know, he's like, dude, that's all I had when I was younger. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to an Asian woman. You know, <laughs> it was my only option. Fuck, right. I don't care about an Asian woman. You're like, yeah, but I've never had one. Right. So I think it's like when you're like that rich elite and you've had everything, you know, and now you got to just keep going crazier and crazier. And oh, like, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. now I want this. Yeah, I can't fuck them till they're 18, so give them puberty blockers and we'll get them when they're 18, but they still look like they're <laughs> that's, that's 14. so weird, man. You know what I mean, though? Like, I really think that's what's going on. I'm being serious here. Wow. That, that and the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, you just have a lot of bad things aligning because you put this kid on puberty blockers. Now they have bone issues. Now yeah. they have all these fucking oh, yeah. issues. Dude, they're they're now they are hooked on pharmaceuticals for the rest of their lives, for and sure. they're gonna die. They're gonna die early, so it works out for literally everybody involved except for the 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 confused kid. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, I feel bad for them. I guess. I I, I don't know, man. Just say what, <laughs> say what you want about <laughs> I don't know. it. Uh, about our parents, man, about not being college educated, but at least if I went up to my dad at 13 and was like, dad, I think I'm a chick, he would have just smacked me in the back of the head and said, go play, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it would have been, it would have been way better for me. I would say, uh, that's better. If you wanted a little more fodder for this little, uh, replacement theory fire, you could even say there's a conspiracy out there on top of it to stop the reproduction of the white race, right? So they're essentially uh, turning everyone into homosexuals and transsexuals, so nobody's reproducing. I that thought it area. was disproportionately <laughs> minority community. Is it? I don't know. I really don't know. I just, just... Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I might be wrong on that one. But I thought I read that it was. According yeah, to Bill Maher and his statistics that he uh, put out there, he, guess, he's yeah, claiming it's rich. more of the elitist rich white communities uh, you know, yeah, i guess that makes sense i don't know yeah. hey look uh i know that Dwayne wade famously has a son who's now a daughter uh and he he's yeah. very proud and he he does all sorts of charitable events for it which is great and he's very supportive of his kid which i you know me mike i i uh i hate lebron the player but i love lebron the father i think yeah <laughs> i think he's a great you know, role model for people and same with Dwayne Wade, but like, you know, I don't know, maybe there's a lot of push for this in the media and you and I are able to kind of parse through it in our age. I can't imagine being so hyper exposed to this, like at a, at 13 or 12 and, and then, and having all, I could just, I can totally see how these young people are totally taken over and exposed by the, or they're exposed and then they're able to use it as a way to find an escape, right? Because when you're young and you're that age, you're, it's just confusing and you're having a tough time. Yeah. Being sure. young, being young is just shitty in a lot of ways. And this is such a susceptible age to be able to be convinced. So that oh your life is tough well it's because you really are a guy instead of a girl or vice versa so let's let's give you these drugs and do these surgeries on you and then you'll then you'll feel better about yourself it's just like so twisted right. it's a really twisted game that i think we're seeing going on and it's, it's not yeah there's no easy answer I, i'll just be honest man i yeah. just we grew up and i don't remember being exposed to this shit no. And so I don't understand how kids are exposed to this shit. And man, I don't know how they make it through it. And it makes sense if I, you know, watching Bill Maher say, oh, you know, 20% of Gen uh, Z or whatever it is now is gay and trans whatever. And it, it, okay, I get it. It makes sense because they're basically being forced to think that they need to be. That's weird. Yeah, I think we were never forced just, to think uh, anything sexually or gender wise as kids or youth. I didn't even think about this shit until I was well into my twenties. Yeah, 
You so, think it's just like I, I don't? Yeah, dude. I don't know. What is the answer here? And you know what's how funny? Do you, how do you stop the train? You know you what's know? funny, Mike? You, you you go out there and you say, "Hey, you know, what? we need to censor uh, trans stuff on the internet from children being able to reach it." You're called a transphobe. But then they're going out there and saying, "We need to censor Joe Rogan." Or we got to censor yeah, uh, conservative Tucker, Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones. Yeah. We got to censor this because it's censor, dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous in the minds of the youth. Well, I kind of think the trans stuff is maybe more dangerous than anything Tucker Carlson has ever said. Yeah, 100%, dude. Fucking crazy, man. You're lying to these kids telling them that they can change sex. You can't change sex. That's just not possible. <laughs> right. You're born you know, the way... Yes. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you carve a chunk of meat out of your leg to make a penis. You're still not a man, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the truth. But they're yeah. going to convince us otherwise. Why, Mike? It's part of uh, the World Economic Forum. They're taking oh, over. Yeah. Oh, you know how it is. Actually, do you know what is happening this week, though? We're signing a treaty to give away our so- our sovereignty 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 to the World Health Organization. No. What, Mike? Has Alex Jones ever been wrong? <laughs> they admit hands over no, sovereignty of the United States to the UN. I love it. You gotta love the Alex Jones clips. Of course, I, I brought one Alex out. Oh, uh, you gotta warm me, man. I gotta light up sovereignty the fabric. Okay, everybody, pack up your bowls, crank open that new beer. Here we go. We got an Alex Jones clip. <laughs> they admit hands over sovereignty of the nation states, the UN, and gives them military power for sanctions over nations that don't submit. This is world government based on a biomedical dictatorship. Yeah, it's, it's concentrating power. So right now what they're trying to do is, is pass internal rules that would only govern the World Health Organization internally. And but there are parallel to it proposing a treaty that ultimately still has to come back to the United States Senate. The United States Senate, two thirds of them have to pass it. Um, and what they're doing is a bifurcated approach. The first approach isn't the treaty itself, but they're misleading some people into thinking it's the treaty so that people will voice concern now. And then when that treaty doesn't come into place because it's not actually legally a U.S. treaty, U.S. binding treaty, then when they try to sneak it in a year from now, people aren't paying attention. Uh, because they got, but, but let's expand on that. They're claiming, though, because Harry Truman in '47 signed on to the WHO that that's a blanket treaty uh, to follow that, and that Obama's executive order, uh, right before he left office uh, five and a half years ago, uh, basically put into place similar martial law provisions. And so the bureaucracies, even if they don't officially sign on, are still going to follow the the directives. Constitutionally, it's not. And that's an important point for everyone to know. There's major risk with them trying to do these internal rules. But uh, some people are are getting caught up in the idea that that acts as a treaty. And you're seeing some misleading legal interpretations out there. No World Health Organization treaty has ever passed. And under the Constitution, nothing is binding law as a treaty unless two-thirds of the Senate approve. And we've seen good things like federal and state judges saying they can't close churches during these uh, lockdowns, that lockdowns are unconstitutional. So it's taken people a few years to wake up, but there does seem to be a major backlash. Absolutely. And people need to be alert. Be aware of what this is, but uh, don't get too caught up such that you're not alert when they're actually, they plan on proposing an actual binding constitutional treaty. They just plan on doing it about a year from now where uh, they're hoping people aren't paying it. That would be superior law of the land. That would be binding on the U.S. That's what we have to be the most alert for. All right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. What do you think, Mike? Okay. <laughs> you know what they're talking about? You think they could get two thirds? Do you know what they're talking about? Essentially. The treaty? I, I didn't hear about this treaty. But... Yeah, they're getting together this week to sign on to a treaty where the World Health Organization would be in charge of the next pandemic and declaring lockdowns and all that nonsense. I, I, yeah, I don't get why we would want to let them be in charge of it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense, right? Unless they're, unless our country is down with the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset yeah. and all that mumbo-jumbo. I did a little digging. I found out that um, even if we were to 
So like the guy said in the clip, it, nothing really happens till next year, and they're probably trying to get people's outrage out now, so that way when they actually sign on to this, people won't even be paying attention. Uh, outside of that, apparently it seems like our country doesn't even really follow these kind of treaties that we uh, <laughs> yeah, why would sign we? on to. Yeah, we really Who's don't. Who's going to enforce it? And also uh, two-thirds of the Senate, I believe, needs to... Um, approve yeah, it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen especially, ne- especially next after year you're this. Have a <laughs> <laughs> so it is it, it is a lot of uh hype but i think it's worth noting that we're at this point now where we we do have players within our government who are trying to sign away essentially that is crazy. this country's it- freedom it does make it seem like the whole COVID shtick was just to get to yeah. this point. Absolutely, yeah. They're, you guys lied yeah. about everything oh, from yeah. the beginning, for sure. So, and they're trying to they're trying to force this through really quick. Uh, I, I'm thinking that the next time around, no one's gonna pay attention. Nobody's paying attention this time around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you even know what I was talking about when I brought it up? No, I didn't yeah, hear exactly. about Exactly. Uh, we had so. to listen to InfoWars to find it. Of course. <laughs> Most credible source on, on the web. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I would say it's bullshit, but Alex Jones, everything he says in three years turns out to be true. Tell, tell me when he's been wrong, Mike. <laughs> you got Sandy Hook and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I have a clip of the CEO of Pfizer talking about their new pill that I, they have out. Uh, and this is similar to what Alex Jones has prophesied. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. Did you catch that? Did did he just say it's a chip in the tablet? Yeah. And? And, it's, and it sends a signal out. Yeah. yeah. As you talk about this I'm going to play it from the beginning. I wanted to, I'm going to replay it again just because he's got that thick accent. You know? Holy shit. It is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, it sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, it is uh, fascinating what happens in, in uh, this field. Man, fascinating. Imagine the wow. compliance, the compliance, Mike. If, wow. if I could just <laughs> put this so in So now you. if your doctor <laughs> prescribes medicine, it's yeah. not a choice. Right. No, it's not a prescription. Oh, no. like, it, it's, it's a mandate. Oh, yeah. You take it. You have to. Holy shit, dude. That's crazy. That's the CEO of Pfizer. That is so scary. By the way, you know what they just came out with? The COVID pill. <laughs> they came out with a pill, dude. Dude, that is so <laughs> fucking scary. Why? The fact that he says it so comfortly. So fucking flippantly the man like like of course the, co- the, the, the compliance the compliance when you hold them at a gunpoint is uh, through the roof <laughs> yeah it's not like the Could cheeseburger oh yeah it's unbelievable i uh, well first of all uh, it were all the tin foil hat nut jobs uh, screaming two years ago that said, hey, you know those shots, they might actually have micro nanobots in them? So crazy now? Man. Is it so crazy is... now? Because you got to think, dude, it could be a point where, all right, doctor gives you the prescription, he puts it into the computer, right? Yeah. Now you're on a timer. If you haven't taken one in 12 minutes, you know... Yeah, knock, knock, knock at the door. Hey, Frank, why don't you take your pill? Jeez, <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, I, I absolutely can. I, 
completely frightening in my opinion. Wow, yeah, dude, especially with COVID, man. Oh, and just you you nailed it, the casualness of how he didn't he's even exp- didn't even worry about it. No, these people are going to eat it up and love it. They're going to love this. He's going to make about the compliance. Make, think about the compliance, man. When Wow. Oh, man, frightening. They're they're all so that's the point. You know, we talked about this a long time ago. COVID seemed a little off. Why? Because it was the beta test. It was the beta test. Here yes. comes the alpha, baby. Are you ready? Yep. It's a beast. And they got us. They know exactly how to get us this time. They're going to put their little fucking microchips in their little fucking pills. And they're going to... They learned. They learned. They learned with the, paper, the paper vaccine cards. People faked them. They're right. They learned with the app. People could fake it. That's right. Now you got to take the microchip. That's right. <laughs> you see, we learned a lot with AIDS. The problem was the technology, it just wasn't there. And the diminution of the uh, respect of my establishment with the public has just been incredible. <laughs> Yeah, could you imagine? Man, that's fucking crazy. I just think it's crazy that he's talking about it like, yeah, we could do it now. Okay, so then is it so crazy when people were saying, hey, I think there's a little bit of technology going on in your mRNA technology (laughs) shots that you keep calling mRNA technology? Like, is there maybe a little technology in this technology shot that you keep talking about? Here we are like two years later, like, yeah, we got the technology to even uh, put in a pill. Well, it sounds like you work with a lot of technology here at this pharmaceutical company, man. Frank, it sounds like you're asking a lot of questions. That just <laughs> ma- it's, it's, it's starting to make you sound racist. I don't know how, but this just really sounds like a January 6th racist <laughs> ordeal here. I don't really like where this is going. Um, I'm not oh, kidding, that's though. Incredible, the thing that, that's incredible. That's incredible. If anybody wants to know why most people didn't take the shot that didn't take it, it's because immediately they said this shot or this, they called it mRNA technology. Most people yeah. feel very uncomfortable when you talk about putting technology in the, into their especially body. New techno- especially new technology. Yeah. I just, you know what I mean? I don't want technology in my body, man. Get out of here. Dude, your new technology toaster burns my fucking toast every time. The old one with the, <laughs> the, old one with the, bump, the button fucking worked every time. This one. <laughs> I can never figure it out. It's always on the wrong <laughs> setting. There's three fucking dials. I'm not trying to fly a helicopter. I just want to cook some fucking toast, you know? It's technology, though. And they, they're not... It's all about language. And when it yeah. comes to people uh, screwing you over or harming your life, they believe that they don't suffer from it if they say it out loud. And they're saying it out loud. They're always saying it out loud. They've been saying it out loud. They're pumping us with technology. That's what they're doing. And that's a frightening phrase. Dude, the way he just said that shit, man. Yeah, it's creepy. He's just sitting there chatting. By the way, this ain't Bill Gates talking about some computer whatever or a a robot. You know what I'm saying? This is This is the CEO of the company that just injected half of the population. Literally. With an experimental mRNA, what was the word? <laughs> oh yeah, technology. technology. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so it's, it's it's kind of okay to be freaked out, and now they're trying to give boosters to kids. You know, they're trying to give. Man, they're man. they're really. Did they get it yet? I know they're pushing the uh, under yeah, five. Yeah, they approved the. Oh uh, no, 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 they approved uh, boosters for five to eleven. That's what it was. Wow. Five and up, whatever. Yeah. Man, they really just got to knock that population out, man. I mean, it's, I don't know. Hey, maybe this it. is replacement it, it just, theory, dude. Maybe. It just came, it just came out that uh, the, the shots are 12% effective for kids 5 to 12. It's 12, or, 12, 12% effective 12%. for adults, dude. If that. I don't think these things actually do anything except give you COVID. Ah, uh, for sure, dude. We actually, since the, dude, since the beginning, I've been saying, like, don't you guys think it's kind of weird that the news is like, Okay, there's a COVID vaccine in in China, but don't take it. That didn't work. The COVID <laughs> vaccine in Russia, no, don't take their vaccine. It doesn't work. The Indian vaccine, nah, that's bullshit. It doesn't really work. 
Johnson and Johnson. Oh yeah, don't take that one anymore. <laughs> but Pfizer, ah, oh, works great. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how did Pfizer nail it? And all these other people, you know. <laughs> it sounds like Pfizer's just really good at running their tests. Yeah, I think we're the guinea pigs. <laughs> I think that's what's right. Going on. <laughs> it's pretty fucked up, man. And I can't believe the they're doing the boosters for the kids. That screams eugenics program to me. It screams to me you guys are purposefully making the population sterile. I would love to know the... I I would love to know the ratio of kids who take hormone therapies that also got boosted. Oh my god. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, you, yeah. I uh, was dude, that's, uh that's a weird that's a that's a weird group of people that would give their kids the shot, especially at this point in the game. I was a killer. Well, Sorry. I gotta tell you this. No, no, I it's actually COVID based and shot based. Uh which is funny. We went out to a restaurant yesterday and there was, it was a packed place and there was a table of four guys and the three guys were there and the fourth guy came and he was wearing a mask and he had uh, blue hair <laughs> that was like shaved on the sides. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And yeah. he never took the mask off except for when the food came. And he was like pinching down the mask and like sipping his drink. <laughs> I couldn't stop watching this guy. And I kept, I like, I told him, I'm like, I bet you that guy's like boosted, like quadruple oh, boosted. I guarantee it. And he's the only one in that bar that's boosted. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Only one. <laughs> and. He's in this he's in this restaurant and we're all we're all just eating and drinking and yeah it, it's it's an old timey like pub kind of thing I, I was blown away I the whole performance was unbelievable to me and uh, he he just like does that guy think does that guy, do you think like does that guy really believe like some is he does he really look around and think wow no masks. Somebody here is not gonna not gonna survive, <laughs> dude. This is this. okay. Seriously, is that really like I a don't thought? know? I'm, 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 is that or like what is your thought process? Or are you just trying to virtue sing- signal that you're you're one of the good guys? I don't what know. What is it, man? So it's three. It's it's either your virtue signaling or you're actually afraid. There's no in between, in my opinion, at this point. So if you're actually afraid, though, why are you out? Why are you afraid? What are you afraid of? Dude, I went to a house the other day where they they made me wear a mask. What? Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was the first one in weeks. And I I was like, this house was such an expensive house. These people clearly like they were like they were clearly like doctors. Or I something. can't even. Uh, it's mind blowing. It, it, exactly. It was like, man, you guys gotta be kidding me. How are you surviving right now? Not surviving. <laughs> how are you? Thri- how are you thriving like this right now? And you you can't even. You're scared of a virus like that, like dude. I watched this guy leave the restaurant. He took the mask off after he ate, left the restaurant, and then he's wearing the mask when he's leaving, and he wears it outside in the parking lot. I can see him, yeah. and he goes into his car and takes the mask off in the car with the dudes. Here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Tell the me problem. the science. <laughs> In nature, nature would have eliminated the eliminated those people long ago. Yeah, I know. But we've now built a society where they thrive. 
And that's kind of why they shut down, I think, because now no. they're the ones that are they're the winners. I have a new take. And I told this that? time I had dinner last night. This human is insulting to me. He's insulting me. By wearing that mask in the restaurant and outside, but then taking it off in his car, he's signaling to me he doesn't want to breathe my air. He's above me. He's an arrogant motherfucker, in my opinion. <laughs> That's oh, he's for sure. how I oh, see he's it for now. Sure, arrogant and I, I told him of this. Oh, I, yeah. I've now declared it. If you wear your mask inside a crowded restaurant, you're not being safe for your sake or grandma's, and you're no longer virtue signaling anymore. You're being rude. You're being rude to everybody yeah. else in that room. You're signaling yes. to everybody in that room, See I'm that better than you, and I don't want to breathe yes. your disgusting breath. I don't want to breathe your air. And you know what? That's insulting. So now I've declared it. If you wear a mask indoors, you're insulting all the non-mask wearers. You're offensive. Yeah, we should be able, we should be able to punch you. <laughs> I wouldn't take that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 because Frank, hear me out. Frank, Frank, hear me out. Nobody forced you to take the shot. You just had to choose between the shot or your job. <laughs> Nobody's forcing you to take the mask off. But you come into my bar with your mask on, you're probably going to get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs>